2: Then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, young Dolomite. Too much game podcast, sitting here with the super producer, being ready. Yes, sir. How your week been being ready? It just keep getting worse.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was stressed and then man. And that that's the difference between 80s babies and 90s babies. Yeah, I can you feel know. it. Oh, yeah. How about yourself? Yeah.
2: Same. week been some bullshit been having a fucked up week man mercury is retrograding like a motherfucker (laughs) that shit is retroacting retrograde fucking retro everything retro but
3: Take it a conversation. Hey, I apologize for this X, Y, and Z, and that's it. Clean slate. Yeah. You just show up like it's cool. I ain't forgotten, nigga. I hold on. I'm a Leo. We hold grudges like a motherfucker.
2: I think my brothers think people can forget. Because me, I don't forget. I don't... little like I was the kid that you couldn't calm down and the more you try to calm me down the worse I got Right, like I used to be fucked up like that like nigga I, I was like uh, what what the fuck was I watching I think it might have been the boondocks and he was like he's a rageaholic
0: <laughs> like,
2: oh, nigga that was me nigga I was a fucking rageaholic nigga like I got a fucking shot of melatonin when a nigga get pissed off, nigga. So like, when my would try to calm me down, like, little aunt, chill out, nigga, relax. I'm like, fuck that shit, mom. goddamn. like, nigga, I get madder and shit. But uh, mm-hmm. today's episode is entitled "Just Good Enough Ain't Enough." Like, I I was just sitting there thinking, like, intelligence is overrated. Cause um like I will watch um I was watching some old shit. Like it was uh you know when you be watching YouTube and you go off like into the wormhole of YouTube shit. Yeah. Like I was watching uh like a Breakfast Club interview or something with uh Freddie Gibbs and shit. So I just you know the, the Breakfast Club interviews was going and going and going. And then it, it uh it came to like a Charlemagne thing where he was playing uh like a clip of Floyd Mayweather reading. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, nigga can't read. He he read fucked up. Like, he, uh, the break, breakfast club, he reading like a little ass boy, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here reading this shit, and I'm like, the, the niggas, I remember when that, sh- that clip dropped and it was all over the internet. Like, oh, you know, Floyd's stupid. Floyd can't read, and everybody was clowning him. But I'm like, y'all niggas clowning him like he not, he can buy and sell you. Mm-hmm. Like it, y'all resting on the fact that you're smarter than Floyd Mayweather? What what is that to brag about? Like no. I'm I'm smarter than you, but you you could literally change my life with the money that you throw in a strip club. Like he he could literally take you out of debt. He could he could pay your school loans off with his watch, with his bullshit watch, like the watch that he wears to take the trash out, like. A lot of motherfuckers look at some little talent that they have as, like, the the shining beacon of who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, I can do this. Like, you know niggas who rap. Like, they'll listen to the radio, and they'll hear, like, Blueface rapping and be like, nigga, I'm better than this nigga. Or a nigga be watching basketball, and he feel like he better than the nigga on the TV. Or, you know, just motherfuckers in general who feel like they're... Something special, but they're on the couch. I'm like talent or just, you know, like I said, just any one thing that you have is overrated without everything else. Like you have to be well-rounded. You have to have balance. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were talking about on that other episode on fucking cat versus dog podcast, 3 p.m. on Sundays and shit. Like, you know, w- without balance, one thing ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like having a car that does 250 miles an hour. But it don't go nothing under that. And it's missing two doors. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> cool that it does two fucking fifty, but so fucking what? Like, that's the reason I'm not a big fan of Lamborghinis. Because they're fast as fuck, but they don't have cup holders or air conditioning.
3: Ain't no air conditioning in them bitches? It's Never
2: a race knew that. car. It's a race car. A lot of those supercars are made for racing. Like they literally not people haulers. So like the trunk, which is like in the fucking, uh, the hood and Mm -hmm. shit, it don't hold shit. Like it's not a practical car. Like you can't drive a Lamborghini every day. Like if a Lamborghini is your only car, you're in a fucked up position because a Lamborghini ain't much of a fucking car. I look at that. Like I look at people who only have one talent, or have talent, but they don't have nothing to to complement that talent. Like you a super good basketball player, but you don't have no work ethic. Like you, we all know niggas like this. The nigga who can draw real good. Like this nigga's like a fucking savant. Like I like I've had niggas sitting in my classroom drawing shit, and I'm like my nigga, if you would just put that on a t-shirt and sell it. You be straight. Mm -hmm. Like, if if you would draw that as a graphic designer, you could design album covers or logos for companies or all types of shit. Like, there's niggas with all types of talents that ain't doing shit with them. And that's what I mean by just good enough ain't enough. Like, you are literally good enough to, say, be in the NBA. But you didn't want to do school. Or you good enough to be an actor, but you don't want to move to Hollywood or, you know, just any type of, you know, any type of talent that a lot of motherfuckers got. A lot of people got the talent to get them somewhere in life, but they don't have the drive to use that talent to take them nowhere in life. Right. Like, it's it's a fucking trip to see that shit. Like, the niggas who sit there on Instagram all day fucking complaining about people not supporting them. Like, you are not hustling hard enough. You got the talent, but if you not grinding with that shit, because you know, a lot of this shit is more persistence than talent. A lot of motherfuckers are less talented, less talented than you and more persistent than you. They less talented than you, but they more driven than you. They less talented Mm -hmm. than you, but they got more hustle than you. Like they more of a salesman than you. Mm -hmm. Like some motherfuckers, you know, it's just like in the clothing game, like, you could have the dopest design in the world. Like, I tell niggas all the time, like, there's niggas who got doper designs than me. Like, I got a personal friend whose designs was way doper than mine. But I was outselling him because I was out selling. He was just, you know, waiting for niggas to show up. Like, man, my shit dope. Somebody gonna buy it. And I'm like, nigga, if you don't show nobody, it don't fucking count. Like, it's, you know, anything that you do when it comes to... Trying to generate revenue. Like, if you not bringing it to the customer. The customer don't know that they fucking exists. You know, just like with this fucking podcast. Like, you could have the dopest fucking podcast in the world. But if you not putting it on all the streaming platforms. And advertising on social media. And, you know, telling people in the street. Nobody will know how dope your shit is. Your shit will just be dope and the niggas who you record with will know it's dope. Just like I got like my little cousin. I used to jump up and down my little cousin's fucking neck about this shit because my little cousin, he did beats and he rapped and all of this shit, and he was dope, but he never wanted to put the shit out. He would always be like, oh, it's not ready yet. Oh, you know, I, I, I got to fix this. I got to do this. I got to make this little sound. I got to add this little thing. I got to mix this shit. I got to master it. I got to do this little, you know, stupid shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my nigga, if, if you waiting for the right time, you'll be waiting for the rest of your life. Like, the best way to get some shit started is to get this shit started now. The best time to start anything is now. A lot of times, it that perfect time not going to come. That perfect opportunity not going to come. Like, it ain't never the perfect time to start nothing. If you listen to the first music released by any artist, it's whack. It's rare, like, you'll hear like the unreleased mixtape of an artist from way back in the day and it'd be super dope. Like, everybody started out trash. Fact. Like, every, for any, anything that anybody ever did, my nigga, and even if it's not trash to you, because, like, me, I feel like the pilot of Too Much Game was fucking garbage. But, you know, people like, nah, man, that shit, that shit wasn't all that bad. To me, this shit was trash. But again, it was a starting point. It wasn't like me saying, if this ain't amazing, I'm going to fucking quit. And a lot of people do that shit. Like a lot of motherfuckers, like if they first rap they write is trash, they'll ball it up, throw it away, never rap again. This rap shit ain't for me. Or, you know, they draw something and mm, I fuck the left eye up. This, this shit bullshit. Ball it up, throw it away. Some niggas, when it comes to them displaying their talent, they get intimidated by other talented people. Like, when I used to play basketball a lot, I remember, like, there would be niggas who I would hoop with who when we playing around niggas that's trash, Mm -hmm. they would be doing all the and-one moves and crossovers and shooting and scoring and doing all this crazy shit. But when we'll go play like with the niggas who play varsity and all the good niggas who can really play, they'll fold up. All right they get the ball and pass that motherfucker like, no, nah, I don't want the ball. Or they wouldn't want to guard certain niggas. Like, nigga, why the fuck are you intimidated? Like, nigga, you, you should step your game up to these niggas. Show these niggas that you can fucking play. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers, you know, they, they, they lack confidence when it comes to, you know, who they around. And it's like, nigga, you got to still be the same motherfucker that you was in the gym alone when you got competition in front of you. You know, like my motherfucking uncle fucking one love said, some people lack confidence. Ten people may say that what you're doing is dope and the one that say it's trash could fuck your whole game up, And that's true. You know, but again, like you got to have that persistence to know in yourself that what you're doing is dope. Like, fuck what a motherfucker say. Like, nigga, even if ten niggas say my shit is trash, I'm going to keep on working until at least five say, nah, you know what? your shit way better than it was.
3: Yeah, that's the that's the fuel to keep niggas going. I mean, just like me when, when I started uh my podcast, my my co-host wasn't even there. You know what I'm saying? Like how you missed the, the 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 startup show, the pilot.
2: Yeah. You know
3: what I'm saying? But I made it work. I got some I got had somebody cover and I just went for it. And the message board was going up. Going up, callers and shit. Man, Hell yeah. You never know. I wasn't ready to do it, but I said, you know what? Fuck it. Nigga, jump in deep, man, and start swimming. Yeah,
2: exactly. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of motherfuckers, is, like, they literally scared to start. And, you know, like <clears throat> what I tell everybody when it comes to anything, especially when it comes to entrepreneurial endeavors or, you know, just any career path, like anything, passion project or whatever, man, the the hardest part of anything or the hardest part of any journey is taking that first step the first beginning of anything you do is going to be harder than anything because it's new and new shit is scary. You know, it's, it's your fucking comfort zone. You stepping out of your comfort zone, like say showing people your art that you create. Like you've been painting in your room for two, three years and you feel like your paintings is good. But when it comes to you showing strangers, you like, I don't want nobody to say that my shit is whack. Cause that might fuck with my, My ego. Nigga, if if you wanna be dope, you gonna have to deal with the people who say that your shit is trash.
3: Yeah, I tell people all the time, like, I need constructive criticism when it comes to this because if not, and and I feel like it's trash, then I mean, and I feel like it's dope and it's trash, how am I gonna get better to where it needs to be?
2: Exactly. And I said nigga, I tell niggas that shit literally all the time. Like nigga, you want the nigga who's gonna tell you your shit is trash. Yes, sir. Like, the the niggas who tell you every time your shit is dope, a a trick that I like to play on people sometimes when it comes to criticism is show them some bullshit, Mm -hmm. some shit that I know is some bullshit. Be like, man, what you think about this one? Oh, man, that's dope, nigga. (laughs) You know motherfucking well this shit is not fucking dope. Like, if I play you the pilot of my show, and again, some niggas think it was cool. Like to me, it could have been a thousand times better.
3: I mean, but even in the end is better than trash. I, I, my memory bad, so I don't remember what it was about. But I'm pretty sure that shit was about everything.
2: That first episode, nigga, I was all over the fucking place, my nigga. That shit was a hodgepodge. That shit was gumbo.
3: But that was you taking off the training wheels of the bike and rolling
2: exactly. And I was saying it throughout the episode, like nigga, this is just me learning how to podcast, my nigga. Like I'm, I'm getting my little fucking uh training wheels off, nigga. I'm just going.
3: And, and now you're riding a hog.
2: Yeah, exactly, nigga. You know, now I'm on the the, the motherfucking pony, nigga. I'm rom rom on this motherfucker. Yeah. But at first, nigga, I was training wheeled up. I ain't even uh, pretty much like I honestly didn't even have an aim for the show. Mm -hmm. I had a name for the show and that's just because I feel like I'm a gamed up individual nigga. I feel like I got too much motherfucking game. So I'm sharing it. But as far as like, and, uh, what I'm going to be talking about, I didn't know.
3: But that, that's the, that's the small part. Having an idea and the name and idea is the main thing. You can always come up, that's at that time when you did it, it was to, like you said, I'm gonna throw that it's like throwing that jab. <laughs> Let me see. Now you throw that jab out there and the nigga hit back hard. You're like, oh shit. I know. I know what to do. Yeah. Now you switch up, wait, it up. that shit. You feel yeah. me? So, but now, but each show, you know, you grown. I mean, it, I don't have a problem. If, if it was trash, I'm going to be like, and you know, I've been oh, yeah, you nigga, for the we, longest yeah, one. We know
2: nigga. Yeah.
3: You know what I'm saying?
2: Exactly. Cause <laughs> nigga, like I, nigga, I was waiting for that shit. After that nah. first one, I was like, whoo, nah. shit. That went rough.
3: Nah, because I, I know I know you, and yeah. I know what you what you capable of. So.
0: Yeah, in a crisis <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was
3: only playing for fun, so winning
1: this was a dream come true.
0: Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.
1: Overstock's red tag sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true
2: shit is nigga honestly like I, I gotta give my little cousin terry like all the props
3: because
2: mm-hmm. my cousin terry is pretty much the like he don't even know that he was the engine that started this whole shit like oh, for my whole format nigga because oh, so like so
3: to terry, man. Yeah, nigga.
2: and that nigga just hit me up uh yesterday talking my man i was finna comment on one of your instagram posts about how, how your shit was dope nigga but I'm a DM. Your nigga sent me a DM, said I said some shit that he agreed with. And I was like, what'd I say? He just told me the name of the episode. I'm like, my nigga, was there a certain part, nigga? Was there a certain fucking statement, nigga? Or was it the whole episode? But either way, good looking out. Terry, nigga, all, most of this shit, nigga, this all you. Because the thing was, Terry, he heard the, the pilot episode.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So he like, damn, nigga, I, I, I hear you talking about a gang of shit. And that's dope, my nigga. But uh, you should talk about politics. Mm-hmm. So just from that little nugget, that's when the Politicking episode came about. Mm-hmm. And pretty much that's when I got my format. Because I felt like the Politicking episode went real good.
3: Yes, and it felt
2: it. like such a quantum leap from the pilot. I was like, oh, yeah, nigga, this is it. This is how I'm going to do my shows from now on. Like, I, I come with a subject, and then I just build on to what the fucking subject is, no matter what that be. Like, and even, like, the way that I write my notes, and, like, I tell motherfuckers when it comes to starting shit, you know, start, even if it's fucked up, even if it's some bullshit, even if you only, let's say, just in theory, you are selling something. Even if you only selling it to your friends and family to start with, just because you started, you'll be able to improve upon what you started as opposed to you just sitting there literally resting on your laurels because that is what you should never do. And that's in anything because you could literally be the most talented at something. A hard worker is going to pass you every time. You got the fastest car on the fucking planet. But if you don't step on that motherfucking gas pedal, you're not going to win a race. Like, you know, I tell motherfuckers all the time, like, it don't matter if you're better than me. Like, you know, uh, in in truck driving, all the people who talk about how, and it's funny because, like, I, I tell all the truck drivers this shit. It's hilarious how all of us were at the top of our class coming out of truck driving school. Everybody in truck driver school or let me say like when you talk to a motherfucker that's in truck driving school They favorite thing to say man. I'm at the top of my class man. I got this shit all down packed. I know all this shit. I know how to do all this shit man. I got the pre-trip down nigga I don't even got to look at the paper no more nigga. I can name everything nigga watch this nigga I am finna do this. I did my pre-trip 10 minutes. I got A pluses on all the tests and all that shit So did everybody But what the fuck is that gonna do for you financially? Because we all at the top of our class. It's just like when you come out of uh, high school and get to college. Or when you come out of college and get into the professional ranks. We was all big fish in them small ass ponds we jumped out of. Now we jumping into a bigger pond. Now we jumping into a bigger pond. Okay. Now we all just as talented as you are. Now what's going to separate us is work ethic. Right. Now what's gonna separate us is heart. Now it's all about the fucking intangibles—the shit you can't count. You know, you—you you was seven feet. Let's just say you was six four in the eighth grade. Okay, it's gonna be guaranteed you fuck around and gonna play varsity because you're the tallest motherfucker out of everybody. Like it, it, it's it's a given. Mm-hmm. And even if you can play, okay, you six four. You can dribble. You got a little nice turnaround jumper. All right, that's cool. That's going to get you into college, for sure. Now you in college, you like 6'7 with that jumper. All right, for sure. Now you graduate college, you like 6'9. You know, scouts looking at you and shit. All right, now you got drafted. You 6'9. You got a jumper. You got a little handle. You got some defense. You you can really play. You, You was tearing niggas up in college. All right, for sure. Now you in the league. Now you guarding LeBron James. Let, let's let let's see with all that shit that you've been having your whole life let's see what that shit gonna do now and that's where a lot of motherfuckers is in life like there's a lot of motherfuckers who are intelligent because like i said just a small little inkling of a thought of watching the the mayweather shit and hearing how many people were so much smarter than mayweather okay what are you doing with that
3: not a damn thing, and, and and they may be book smart. They not smarter than that motherfucker in the ring, in which is his profession. He don't have to know how to read. He, as long as he know how to how to scope a boxer out and beat the dog shit or not get beat up.
2: Exactly. So that nigga know how to move that head, nigga.
3: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> shit,
2: that's it. And that motherfucker making <clears throat> multiple millions off that motherfucker shit. And it's just like a, a a lot of professions and a lot of shit that motherfuckers is doing. It's just like. At my job or any job, because this ain't just my job exclusively. Like, you know, the motherfucker who's like the, the super company dude, the motherfucker who feel like he's the, the greatest worker, Mm -hmm. nigga, I will always tell niggas like, you don't get no money for breaking records at this motherfucker. We get paid by the hour. We don't get paid by the, the people you snitch on. We don't get paid by the fucking the boxes you fold. We don't get paid by the papers you move or the reports that you write. We get paid by the hour. So the fact that you burning all this fucking energy to get employee of the month, which you don't get paid for, you ain't as smart as you fucking think you are. Like, I remember my dad was telling me that shit like uh, when I was a younger dude. Like, they they had like a a test at work to renew a license that they had. Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, these motherfuckers over here bragging that they did better on the test than me. The test was pass or fail. So fucking what? Okay, you got a hundred, and I got an eighty-six. We get the same motherfucking paycheck.
3: Pass is a pass. Man, is- I don't. I don't know what's that's about. Like even even in what I do, motherfuckers be like, oh, you 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 know they'll say whatever. I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to be the best at this. Like, it don't matter. Like whether I'm bad or whether I'm great, same thing
2: yeah, I I literally would show a motherfucker the paycheck on payday and be like, "Remember all them boxes you folded? What was your check? Remember
3: the ones I didn't do? Eight
2: seventy five. Look, my shit was eight seventy five too. Son Crazy, of a right?
3: Yeah, that's that's nuts.
2: Yeah, like nigga, you 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 the top dumbass. You the smartest dumb motherfucker here. Yeah, uh, uh,
3: uh, uh you the smartest. Motherfucker with Down syndrome.
2: Yeah, you the smartest retard. Nigga, you the valedictorian of special ed. Yeah. Like, nigga, you you on special ed honor roll. Nigga, congratulations. Like, you you were the fastest of the slow motherfuckers. Because at the end of the day, nigga, if, if you not on commission, it don't matter. If we getting paid the same amount of money, that shit don't matter. Like, I be telling motherfuckers about this, trying to brag about what? How intelligent they are, how talented they are. If you're not doing nothing with it, it ain't nothing to fucking brag about. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, nigga, life is about results. It ain't about fucking talent. There's motherfuckers that's talented all up and down Skid Row. It's motherfuckers that's talented all up and down Hollywood Boulevard. It's niggas who can dance, niggas who can rap, niggas who can sing, niggas who look like celebrities, niggas who play instruments, they doing all types of talented shit on Hollywood Boulevard for change. And they more talented than motherfuckers that's literally famous. The mm-hmm. difference fortuitousness. Some motherfuckers put themselves in the right place at the right time. They created opportunity for themselves to, cr- to capitalize on. And a lot of motherfuckers don't know how to do that. And sometimes, you know, when it comes to, to that luck shit, you know, some of the shit is some shit that you can't really control. I can't always say that you can always control your luck. But what you can do is work until that shit comes to fruition. Like, a lot of motherfuckers is out here working. And some motherfuckers, the fruits of your labor may never manifest. You know, because you can work your ass off. You can work, 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 and still fail. We all know a motherfucker who who rapping and he like 42. Like he he still, yeah, nigga, I'm on the way to the studio, nigga. This this next mixtape, nigga. This next one gonna be the one. And it's some like walk a flock of flame sound and shit, and you like, I don't think this gonna be the one, dog.
3: Yeah, you gonna go on and check out that tip agency, dog. Exactly.
2: Like, man, you know what <clears throat> you should do, nigga? You should go to ACDC College, nigga, and go talk to uh <laughs> That nigga, little Romeo, try to get you like a, a a welding certificate, nigga. You need to go be like a, a CNA or a dental assistant, nigga. You need to go learn how to do medical billing and coding or some shit, nigga. You need to learn a trade because this rapping shit, this ain't for you. But me personally, I ain't never been a nigga to shit on a nigga's dreams because Rick Ross like got cracking at what thirty six or some shit. Like was he
3: though?
2: Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he was... I ain't gonna say 36. He might have been like 32. Okay. But he... Nigga, he, he upwards of 40. Because, yeah. nigga, when Every Day I'm Hustling came out, nigga, he was up there in that age. Not saying that he just came out of nowhere because Rick Ross was on that grind. He was on that... Uh, what's the name? The All About the Benjamin soundtrack. So mm-hmm. you know his he he was out there. I heard him. He had a verse on uh the Boys in the Hood CD, not the movie, but the group. Yeah, with uh Jody Breeze, the rapping hamburger.
3: <laughs> you said the rapping hamburger. <laughs> the, the,
2: <laughs> the rapping hamburger.
3: That's funny.
2: He fucked his career up. Cause see, nah. remember Jody Breeze, right? Yeah. Jody Breeze was in a uh, Boys in the Hood with Young Jeezy and like two other niggas. That, you know.
3: Three, three other niggas.
2: Okay, they they fell off the map. Them niggas ain't important. I think they work at the gas station, Walmart, and State of Brothers. Yeah,
3: him, Jeezy, and two other. Yeah, him, Jeezy, and two others.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some, you know, some some niggas who probably uh cutting people grass right now. But anyway, Jody Breeze, I remember he did a um a commercial for Burger King, and he was rapping in first person as a hamburger really yeah like wow. he didn't wear a costume or nothing but in the fucking commercial he like yeah I got lettuce tomato pickles and onions and whoopty woopty woop yeah I'm the fucking the, the cheddar melt bacon something I'm like career suicide nigga are, nigga, are
3: you
1: wah, wah, nigga
2: wah. are you a rapping hamburger my Shh, nigga that
3: nigga's <laughs> the hamburger nigga <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm like, nigga, who fire your well, you can't fire your manager now, nigga, because the rap game fired you. But nigga, there's no fucking way. No, nigga. The rapping hamburger, like, it's just some shit that motherfuckers do in their career that I'm like, remember that that KFC commercial that Mary J. Blige did?
3: Yes. Mary. Why chicken, Mary? (laughs) Why?
2: Like, there's just some shit you shouldn't have to do when you a legend. And the thing is, when it comes to legends, you know, like, this is what I say about resting on your laurels. Like, a lot of legendary motherfuckers fall off because they rest on their legend status. A fallen star who we are literally watching descend right now, Mm -hmm. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is is holding on to this I'm um, the queen of hip hop persona that she has. Like she's resting on the fact that I was number one in this and I've been on the top of the game for this long, not realizing that while Cardi B is working her ass off, Megan Stallion is working her ass off. Um somebody I forgot to mention last week, Tierra Whack, um Rhapsody the city girls like these motherfuckers is, is coming and in life in general, like when it comes, you know, cause at the end of the day, a lot of this shit, motherfuckers like to say, man, I ain't in competition with nobody. Yes, you are no matter how you want to slice it. Yes, you are in competition competition against yourself. Just like when it comes to the Olympics, it might not be no nigga to the left and to the right of you, but you competing against the clock because at the end of the day, you're competing against other people. When it comes to hip-hop and any industry, you are in competition with some fucking body. You should be competing with yourself. Yeah, that's a good thing to say in theory. It's a good thing to say in memes and on the internet and to sound fly in videos. Like, I ain't in competition with none of these niggas. But at the end of the day, yeah, you're in competition. You're in competition oh, yeah. with every fucking body.
3: Most definitely, because... If you was the highest selling, you would say, I'm the highest selling motherfucker. So.
2: Exactly. You ain't in competition till your ass start winning. Like, you know, it's, it's, just, it's a lot of niggas who, when you when you go to the gym and you whooping their ass and something, and they're like, man, I wasn't even playing hard. Let your ass had been winning. You'd have been talking all that shit about how you was whooping my ass. But since you lost, now you don't play basketball. You really a football player. Remember them motherfuckers, you, you start whooping a nigga, man, I'm a football player, nigga, let's get on the
3: field. Yeah, well, nigga, you shouldn't have been playing, What nigga. the fuck
2: is you doing on the fucking basketball court then, Mr. Football? Get your junior say Seau ass over there into the grass then. Right. Like, fuck all that shit, nigga, and it's just like motherfuckers who, oh, man, you know, I would have been this, but I blew my knee out. So? It's a lot of, my, you know, nowadays, nigga, all that blew-your-knee-out bullshit, nigga. If you was that motherfucking good, trust me, they'd had your ass like KD. Like my little cousin Max. Mm-hmm. Shit, fuck this shit up, nigga. He he, he didn't even play his senior season. I think he played one game in his senior season in high school.
3: And that was that?
2: Nigga, he at USC. Oh, shit. He was that good. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you was really as good as you say you was... Like how motherfuckers love to tell you how they was the greatest motherfucker in anything in the past. Yeah. If you was as good as you said you was, motherfuckers would have made sure that you made it. Like, nigga, my little cousin was was out of there. Nigga, he played one game, senior season. Then his ass ended up at USC. Because he was so fucking dope them first three years. They like, we need this little nigga.
3: Right
2: you know and it's like again like my little cousin like I love watching my little cousins cuz my cousin Max he be he be on their shit like all three of my little cousins they go into the league because they be
0: on their shit yeah. like he's
2: they dogs.
3: Yeah, you you can, even if they talent didn't match up, if they putting in stupid work, that's more important. Like, okay, well, I know this motherfucker going there. Let's say for the worst, like, he has the the uh, the skill set to where if the star is sitting out, it won't be a major, we won't Deep hurt line. that. Yeah, why he's sitting on the bench because he's that good. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like they say, nigga, hard work beats talent when talent Fails to work hard, yes, sir. Like nigga, you 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 just resting on the fact that you got a mean fucking jumper, but it's a a Patrick Beverly out here locking your shit up. Mm-hmm. Because you know there's there's the Patrick Beverleys of the world who wasn't six nine, running four three forty, shooting eighty five percent from the field, but that nigga just got what forty million. That nigga eating like. Got a fat-ass contract, nigga, off straight hard work. And me personally, never been a Patrick Beverly fan. I, I hate watching this nigga play. I respect it, but God damn, he is an irritating motherfucker.
3: Yeah. He one of them niggas you, you for sure have to fire on. That yeah, nigga.
2: like if, if it was in the street, y'all niggas for sure squabbing. Yeah. Because this nigga is an irritant, but that's what works for him. And a lot of people... You know, like, I, I I look at shit like that. Like, I take little bits and pieces of shit, whether I like it or not, I feel like you can learn from anybody or anything if you watch it long enough or if you actually pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. So, like me, whether I like something or not, once it catches my attention, I try to figure out what's the lesson. And that's another reason, you know, like I was telling my little cousin, like, nigga, you, you helped me basically design the show. Because I just was like, all right, here go what I'm going to do with the show. Like, I'm going to analyze something, and I'm going to try to elaborate on the lesson that I learned from what that thing is. The reason my notes were so short for this show is because the last three weeks, maybe a month, mm-hmm. nothing really in the news happened that I gave a fuck about. Mm-hmm. This shit just keeps fucking happening, like slow news week. Mm -hmm. last week I took that little piece of ASAP Rocky shit and made a whole hour show about that shit this week saw an itty bitty little clip on YouTube and I'm making a whole show about this shit but you know it's also just me saying giving y'all niggas a little piece of the fucking secret sauce of the show you can learn anything from anybody if you pay attention to this shit cause there's a lesson in anything especially failure Like, failure is the greatest teacher on the planet. Failure and pain. You learn a lot more from from pain than you learn from pleasure. You learn a lot more from failure than you learn from success.
3: Yeah, buddy.
2: That's the reason one-hit wonders become one-hit wonders, and niggas who started off trash end up legendary. Because when you start out and your first song is a hit, like Designer... You mm-hmm. feel like, shit, nigga, I'm going to do that every time. No, no. And that's not the case. But when you start out and your first shit is a flop, you like, okay, I got to revamp some shit. Okay, what 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 do I got to do to get better? It's just like a, if you're a boxer, if if your first fight is a loss, you know, okay, I, I see what I did there. I left my jab out there too long and that nigga stuck in me with one or... I didn't move my head fast enough or I wasn't really moving my feet like I should have been doing. When you fuck up, you go back to the lab and you learn. Yep, watch the tapes. Exactly. A lot of motherfuckers, when they succeed, they just celebrate. Right. They like, shit, nigga, I won. So when it comes time to come back and compete again, you better hope that your ass was as good as you thought you was that first time. Just like with a lot of motherfuckers who rest on certain shit. Like, you feel like you got it so much to where you don't got to work with it. And when it comes to motherfuckers who become literally great, they work like they don't have the talent. Like a Kobe Bryant. Nigga, he already the best nigga in the gym, but he's still the first motherfucker to pull up and the last nigga to leave. That's the shit you do when when you not as talented as everybody. You know, like, it's usually the short guy who's like, let me get to the gym early so I can get a jump on these niggas and let me get up out of here. You know, I'm going to stay in here even after them niggas gone. I'm going to take 10,000 jumpers. If they doing 100, I'm going to do 200. If they doing three, I'm going to do six. Kobe was
3: doing that, and he was the best nigga already. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why, nigga, he's up there in the talks of the goat nigga
2: exactly nigga like that's the difference between just good enough and great that's the reason that I named this episode just good enough ain't enough because let's just say you play basketball Mm -hmm. nigga just cause you made varsity don't mean you gonna start just cause you tall enough to be on the team don't mean they gonna let you play you still gotta practice you still got to run. You still got to train. You still got to get your shots up. You still got to work on your game. Like a lot of motherfuckers don't do that shit in life. Like it's a lot of motherfuckers that have something like their little side hustle or whatever that may be. When it comes to a, a, a talent, like niggas who, who work a regular eight hour job. Mm-hmm. You not doing nothing when it comes to your, your talent. Like, you'll work eight hours for another motherfucker. Right. And instead of getting home and working that same eight hours for yourself, you go sit on the couch, turn on the TV, watch whatever the fuck you watch. Just be chilling and relaxing. And then you might fuck around and get around to it. Like the niggas who I say who rap or the niggas who make beats or the niggas who draw or the niggas who got you know, a little Instagram boutique or the women who do hair or just any little shit that motherfuckers got going on outside of their 40 hour work week. If you're not working just as hard on some shit that your name is on as you working in the building with another motherfucker's name on it, you don't really want shit. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm doing this fucking podcast, like most of my work day is spent listening to podcasts, writing my podcast, Sometimes I like turn my phone on speaker or, you know, like I'll fucking do a little voice note shit Mm -hmm. and just be talking into my shit and see how long I could just talk about shit without repeating words or saying dumb shit. As you should. And just play it back to myself.
3: That's equivalent to being the last nigga in the gym.
2: Yeah, nigga. Cause like nigga, I'll be, I'll literally listen to too much game and cat versus dog. At least 10 times a week. Mm-hmm. Like straight the fuck up and down. Like I'll be listening to motherfuckers on repeat. Like after I listen to all the podcasts that I like. Like I listen to the Joe Budden podcast. Jalen and Jacoby. I listen to y'all shit. Mm-hmm. No rules. I listen to everybody podcast that I enjoy. Right. Once I get the motherfuckers out the way. I'm listening to my shit. And Cat versus Dog on fucking repeat. And I'm like okay. I said hypothetically like 10 times. That last episode. Mm-hmm. I, I got a thesaurus app on my phone. My thesaurus app is my most used app now. Like when I sold clothes, I told niggas, I judge who you are when it comes to what you do mm-hmm. by your most used app in your phone. Right. If your most used app in your phone is not a calculator, you're not an entrepreneur. <laughs> and unless you a fucking math genius, your fucking calculator should be the most used app in your phone. Unless it's like an Excel spreadsheet. From updating your inventory Or something of that nature Cause when I had Or when I was like really going hard On 7 Saturdays Nigga it was the calculator And it was my spreadsheet app Mm -hmm. My calculator to calculate Okay I need this many pieces They gonna cost this amount This is the amount of profit that I'm gonna make off this shit So I need to get this amount In bulk to get this price So this is how much money that I got All right. This is what I need to spend. This is what I need to make so I could do my re-up. This is how many pieces I need to sell before I re-up. Like, it was all inventory, counting up, seeing what the profit margin was going to be, and projecting for how long it was going to take me to do shit. Like, it was all business, 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 business. Like, nigga, of of course I'm going to work and make my money at the job, but my mind was on what the fuck seven Saturdays is doing. Like it was all grind. Like, you know, I used to tell motherfuckers until it's seven Saturdays, it's seven Mondays. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't put that in the name of the clothing, you know, the clothing was the, the goal, like seven Saturdays, nigga, like every day is Saturday. You work your ass off. You basically go hard until you can take it easy. Mm -hmm. You know, seven Saturdays is when you cross the finish line. Like the marathon continues at the end of the marathon, seven Saturdays, every day, Saturday, you make your own schedule, nigga. Every day is the weekend. But until you get to that point, nigga, every day is fucking Monday. Every day is a weekday. The weekends are weekdays as well, nigga. You, you work on the weekends when you really out here hustling, nigga, you just working, you know, of course you're going to take personal time for yourself because all work and no play fucks you up in the head like that's not good for your mental health so of course you're gonna take some days off but at the same time like when it come to reaching your goal you got to be out working motherfuckers like my thing was i would always look at life like i'm working against a nigga who working every day Mm
1: -hmm. like
2: i would literally create competition in my head like i gotta be working because while i'm sleepy somebody's still working while I'm chilling, somebody's still fucking working. If I'm out at a party drinking, in my head, I'm like, I'm sitting here drinking. It's probably a nigga right now working like a motherfucker.
3: And see, like, <clears throat> that's why, you know, when 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 we talked about doing this podcast shit, like, I knew the type of nigga you were. And I understand that you, when you put something, when you put your mind to something, it's all or nothing. It's not no, no break time. You know, you you know, it, it's always something, you know. It's twenty
2: four seven. Hell yeah, nigga, I work on my breaks. Like, fuck that shit. That's
3: what I'm saying. And that's the only way you're gonna flourish in this podcast. Shit. Like, I was uh talking to somebody about how uh how often, you know, you and CJ are doing the uh the Instagram thing and, and and it's showing, you know what I'm saying? It's showing numbers wise and everything. It, it's showing, you know what I'm saying, and that's what it takes to go to the next plateau. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because if you just come here and do the show and then go home and you'll be back next Sunday and just do the show. Yeah. That's not, nothing's going to happen.
2: resting, resting rest on talent nigga. Like, like you, you're, you're good enough to do a podcast, <laughs> but if you not mixing that shit with the grind and the hustle and the work ethic, nigga, yeah, you're just going to be fucking podcasting for the other niggas on townhouse media.
3: Yep. Like and your, and your your family, your close homies. Exactly.
2: Like the the couple niggas you tell that you have a podcast, whether or not they listen, because niggas love to tell you they
3: heard it. Yeah, yeah. If you if you ask a nigga, "Hey, you heard my podcast?" Like, yeah, man, that I shit, heard I that shit. What's your one? favorite part? Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> what was I talking
2: about? <laughs> it was some game. It was oh, it was, was some game on that shit, nigga. Let me you were
3: spitting some game. Let me guess, it was too much.
2: Exactly. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> too much game, right? A lot, lots of game. <laughs> Motherfucker, the fuck out of here. Oh, uh, shit, man. Like, you know, I love to ask niggas them specifics. So, what was your favorite part, nigga? What the fuck did I say, nigga? At what point were you intrigued? Yeah. Motherfucker.
3: You know, and and, and, and I mean, like, just even you uh, recording yourself, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's dope because that's what I, I was sitting here and, and, like I said, I practiced a year before I started my show. A full year of me sitting in the front room at my computer with my microphone. Practicing, studying, you know what I'm saying? And, okay, now I'm ready. And I wasn't even ready yet. You know, I just jumped off the Yeah, beginning. exactly,
2: nigga. That's the thing. Like, nigga, if, if a nigga wait to be ready, he going to be waiting forever. Yeah. I tell motherfuckers that shit all the time. Because, like, nigga, when 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 I had seven Saturdays, I'm like, man, you know, what, what let you know you was ready? Nothing. You just, nigga, I wasn't fucking ready,
3: motherfucker. I just did the shit. Yeah. And that's the same thought I had. Like, if I keep putting it off, it's going to it's gonna be forever. Fuck it.
2: Yeah, like, you're going to be that motherfucker like when they do the double dutch.
3: Yep, just the whole time. The motherfucker just sitting
2: there wait, waiting for the, nigga, the rope's not going to stop, my nigga. Yep. You got to jump in them motherfuckers. Like, nigga, if you don't ever jump in that motherfucking water, nigga, ain't nothing going to work for you. Like, nigga, you, you going to have to jump your ass up in that shit. Right. You know, motherfuckers be, like, waiting for the perfect fucking time, like my nigga. The light is not going to say go.
3: Right.
2: Like, you know, the, the stop sign not going to turn into a go sign. Because that's what I look at a lot of shit like. It, it's it's not a, a traffic stop. It's a stop sign.
3: Right.
2: Stop signs never turn green and say go. They just sit there. So while you you just sitting at the motherfucking stop sign, it's cars passing. Left and right. It's even motherfuckers honking their horn behind you. Which is like some of your family members that tell you like, hey man, why don't you try to show people some of your art or you know you you rap real good why don't you try to go do like an open mic or you you got jokes like a motherfucker why don't you go to a comedy club and try to work on some of your jokes and tell people some of your jokes and motherfuckers love to say oh man i ain't that funny
3: oh man i ain't that type of knowing
2: damn well you passionate as fuck about that shit you,
3: you gotta go out there if you get one chuckle that's enough. Exactly, that's enough nigga, to get that you to keep be rolling. Fuel to be
2: like, oh,
3: one person laugh, ain't nobody booing.
2: Next week, I'm going to kill a ass, kill them. and shit. I don't give a fuck. Everybody booing, nigga. Next week, ain't nobody gonna boo.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you have to work at your craft. I don't give a fuck what you what you do, how smart or stupid. You gotta go hard on that shit.
2: Exactly, nigga. Even if you even if you are fantastic, even if you are fucking phenomenal. Cause I know some motherfuckers like in this podcast shit That is dope as fuck Motherfuckers who I done told you is dope as a motherfucker Yeah Work ethic on zero Like
3: yeah.
2: nigga, if, if you put some work ethic with that shit Oh my god That's how it, that's,
3: that's how it is in, in, in this podcast shit because You know it's You have to Number one is you have to be consistent If you're not consistent in this shit Meaning being there and do it On the schedule you gonna fall off
2: yeah. And the thing about this podcasting thing is it's literally hundreds of podcasts popping up on a day, literally a daily basis every day. And I'm talking about like
0: celebrities.
2: Gilbert Rain has got a podcast now. Bad Luck got a podcast. Any motherfucker who pretty much has a following is getting a podcast. I'm I'm telling you Snoop finna pop up with one, 50 Cent going to end up with one. Every motherfucker celebrity going to end up with a fucking podcast. Like mm-hmm. it's it is what it is, but I got I'm going to work. I'm gonna outwork the motherfuckers. And I I see it like I don't give a fuck how many followers you got, nigga, how famous you are. or You got a hit song and all that dope shit, nigga. I'm working like, nigga, I'm, I'm not resting on talent. I understand that I'm talented, but so is everybody else. And that's what I tell a lot of motherfuckers. Like I was telling my wife, intelligence is fucking overrated. There's all type of intelligent motherfuckers that ain't doing shit. Like, just think about the most intelligent motherfucker at your job a lot of motherfuckers are around a lot of people who are very intelligent. A lot of motherfuckers are around a nigga who watches Jeopardy and gets all the answers right. A lot of times when you watch Jeopardy, like you, do you be hearing the jobs or some of these niggas got? No. Oh, yeah. Nigga, you smart as a motherfucking. You working. Nigga, you do what? Nigga, you work at the copy shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's a donut technician from Inglewood. He works at Randy's donuts. Uh, here is Jamarcus. And that nigga tearing shit up and you like, God damn, this nigga Jamarck is smart as a motherfucker making minimum fucking wage.
3: What's that nigga job position? That nigga's a donut technician, nigga. AKA donut maker. Yeah,
2: nigga, exactly. (laughs) Nigga, that that nigga motherfucking uh, a fucking glaze specialist or some shit. You know, sometimes Uh, a motherfucker dress your name up and shit, you know. That nigga's a uh, fucking donut executive or whatever the fuck you want to call a motherfucker. Like, nigga they they be having some some menial jobs but they be highly intelligent like it doesn't matter what your talent is if you don't add hard work to your talent if you don't have the work ethic if you don't have the drive you know like it's it, it's like a car without gas it's like you got a fucking lamborghini but you don't got the key to the motherfucker like drive is the gas that fuels your fucking mission. Right. Like, work ethic is the motherfucking key. If you don't got the key or no fucking gas, that bitch ain't going nowhere. Like, talent is your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell niggas all the time, like, I wish I could rap, like, super good. Nigga, I wish I could rap, like, average, nigga.
3: Judging off some of the people you listen to, I think if you put your mind to it, you will be. You, I, I think could. you'll be good.
2: But I feel like I, I like I, I miss my mark, and it's not my fucking passion. I felt like if I was passionate about actually rapping, yeah, I could do it.
3: Yeah, if you had as much passion as you did for as, as this podcast and shit, yeah, you'll be yeah, fine.
2: Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like I tell niggas, like if I'm passionate about something, you can tell because I'm gonna be on it. I'm gonna be, oh yeah, in, immersed in that shit. Like my coworkers, nigga, it, it, half the time in conversation we'll be talking and i'll be like yeah that's like what i said on episode 6 of my podcast. Oh yeah, me and CJ was talking about that on episode
3: 12 of the fucking podcast. Yeah, you good with them fucking numbers cuz i don't remember shit. Nigga,
2: i'm getting to that point. <laughs> like i'm it's i'm too really many. yeah, nigga, i'm really getting to the point where i'm like, "What when the fuck did i say that shit?" Like it be niggas who tell me some shit and i'll be like, "Damn. <laughs> what shirt was i wearing?" Like, cause sometimes that'd be how I I judge it too. I'd be like, okay, I had the Allen Iverson jersey. Yeah, nigga, that was the uh, Who's Your Real Enemy episode. Yeah, nigga, that's when I was talking about gang banging. Yeah, nigga, I remember that episode. Like, it'd be shit like that. Like, I I would have to remember what I was wearing or what the subject matter was or what the title was. And then I could think of, like, what I was saying and shit. Cause I think that was episode six. Like I, I, uh, I dedicated that episode to one of my coworkers. He listening right now. What's going on, Moneybags? But uh, Moneybags, tuning in. Hell yeah, I fucking Moneybags, tough man. Moneybag, he he a real one. He he gave me my first um my first housewarming gift. He flagged me down, shot me some bread. I was like, okay, shit.
3: Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, man. I was wondering because I'm wondering when 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 is the the housewarming. I don't know, cause I mean, if 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 uh if if a nigga need to you know, give a, a a a gift now, I mean, you know, what I'm saying I'll get the gift if you don't, if you don't plan on having one.
2: I have no fucking clue, honestly. Okay, cause we gotta uh we gotta get our air conditioner fixed. Yeah, I'm not coming no, out there exactly, nigga. We don't want motherfuckers <laughs> in the house burning up, nigga. Like we ain't finna do that to nobody. Like we got to get the air conditioner <laughs> yeah, it's working. It's too fucking hot out there. Exactly, dude. nigga. Like it, it's it's in the hundreds of shit, like. Nigga, we got fans blowing all throughout the house, nigga. My kids got fans in their room. I got a fan in my bedroom. Nigga, fan uh, the, the this, all the ceiling fans is going, nigga. Yeah. Like nigga, we 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 blowing fans all through that bitch. And I don't wanna have company like that. Yeah. So
3: I'm not coming nowhere in in IE striking yeah, nigga. nigga without exactly. AC.
2: Exactly. So once we get the AC blowing, we gon' we gonna have the house warming, nigga. We ain't got no couch in that bitch. Like it's it's a process. But again, nigga, like when it comes to anything, nigga, it, it, it's it, it's not one thing. You can't rest on one thing. Like, I'm not bragging to niggas that I have a house. I, I own a home. Nigga, I ain't got a front lawn, nigga. I ain't got a couch in that bitch. Like, you know, it's a process.
3: It, it's it's the step. It's a step.
2: Hell yeah, nigga. Like I tell motherfuckers, like, you know, you, you got to be as proud on the journey as you are when you get to the finish line.
3: Big facts.
2: You know. Because when it comes to life in general, my nigga, like, not to be morbid, but imagine if you get killed while you're on your mission. Mm-hmm. You know, you you got to enjoy the marathon while you're running it. Uh, 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 another reason I was such a, you know, I was just struck by the, the Nipsey Hussle situation. Like, he he didn't finish running. But the impact that he made while on the journey was so great that, Everybody had to respect it and recognize to the point where they had the fucking blue carpet at the BET Awards, which was a, man, a magnificent look. I'm not a big fan of BET, but you got to respect that shit.
3: Did you see the the girl on the, I don't know if it was the news or the home shopping network that uh she threw up neighborhood and the seat yeah, on the low?
2: Yeah, she was like on the underline. Oh,
3: <laughs> both hands on she was Hell like, Hell yeah, like nigga. I was like, represent it. Hell man. yeah, it's, nigga. You know.
2: Yeah, like a motherfucker, but you know, it's like when it comes to just life in general, you you can't never be one sided. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like I look at products, like anything is more valuable when it does more than one thing. Like remember the TVs with the VCR on the bottom,
3: state of the art.
2: Hell yeah! Like you know, you you gotta you gotta look at yourself like something like that. Like I always tell truck drivers. Always get all the endorsements that you can get to make yourself more hireable. And that's in anything. When you go to work in a job situation, you should always try to learn as much as you can in that field so you can make yourself unfireable. You're the most valuable when you can do the most shit or when you know the most shit or you're willing to do the most shit you are not really valuable when you just come in and do just enough not to get fired. You know, because, like, to the point of the people who like to be like, oh, I did the most this and I did the most that. Yeah, that's cool and shit, but the reason I'm not getting fired is because I could go to that department at work, I can go to that department at work, I can go to that department, I can go to any department in this motherfucker. They gonna fire you before me because you a one-trick pony. mm you know, it's just like a basketball player. The reason LeBron James is considered the fucking GOAT amongst most of us, you know, they got your Michael Jordan fans and your Kobe fans who gonna say, nah, man, he'll never be them. But the reason I put LeBron James over them is because he can do a gang of shit they can't do.
0: Mm-hmm. He can
2: he can he's a better defender than they are, he's bigger than they are, he's stronger than they are, he's faster than they are. Those are all undisputable. Y'all niggas might say, oh, well, these niggas averaged 30 and they had all of this shit. Yeah, true, but nigga, if you put them motherfuckers in a one-on-one, he'll bust their ass. You like, know, like... like motherfucker. Exactly. It's, it's just like a, a Magic Johnson. The reason Magic Johnson was so great because at 6'9", he can do everything a point guard could do. Like, it's it's just shit that when it comes to who you are you gotta create value and you create value by making yourself a, basically having the ability to do multiple things you know like just being able to rap ain't shit like Nipsey Hussle he was able to rap but he mm-hmm. was also a businessman and he was also a teacher and he was also just an old, overall real nigga you know he was able to create value he was able to market himself Mm -hmm. you know you create value in who you are like a rick ross like he got investments he got this he got that like a lot of these rappers the rappers who are rich is because they not just fucking rapping these niggas rapping these niggas got a clothing line these niggas got a record label these niggas got other artists they working with these niggas got commercials like In life, you got to look at shit like that, and that's going to create value in who you are. Just resting on the one thing that you do is going to leave you fucked up if something puts a stop to that one thing that you can do. Like, imagine if you good on a fucking typewriter, and now the typewriter is obsolete. Now what?
0: Uh Fucked.
2: So you got to be able to be like, okay, I'm good on this typewriter, but let me learn this computer. Like, you always got to be learning. Like, you know, always be trying to see what the new shit is. Like, it's just like when it comes to basketball players like Kobe Bryant. Like, when the game changes, you got to change with the game or the game will leave you. Like, when you see that shit is evolving around you, Mm -hmm. you got to be able to evolve with the shit. So, like, if, if you own typewriters... And you see niggas is going to computers, nigga, you better go learn that motherfucking computer. If you want computers and you see, okay, nigga, these laptops is getting obsolete, nigga. I, can, I need to learn how to work with these fucking tablets. Nigga, you need to start working with them fucking tablets. Like, whenever shit starts moving, you got to move with the shit. Or you going to get fucking left behind, like, in anything. If you work at a job and you see the motherfuckers bringing in new equipment, you need to be the first motherfucking in line. Like, hey, nigga, what's that? Yeah, train me. Because when them new shit start coming in, you gonna look stupid as a motherfucker when it's time for everybody to work on that shit and you was chilling like, nah, nigga, I'm I'm folding boxes. And they're like, oh yeah, sorry, we don't use cardboard boxes no more. We go into plastic bags. Remember when we was doing the training on the plastic bag machine and, and you was back there folding your boxes? Yeah, we're not gonna need you anymore. Like, you become Obsolete. When you fail to grow. Like, you know, they say, stay, uh, what they say, uh, get ripe and rot or stay green and grow. Like, you should always be in a position where you're looking at yourself like the new guy. You should always be working like you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Because resting on one thing will leave you fucked up. Like I say, intelligence is overrated. Because you could be the smartest motherfucker in the world, but if you're not using that intelligence it don't mean shit. Mm -hmm. It's a vehicle with no key or gas. Your talent is your fucking vehicle. Your drive is the gas. And your work ethic is the fucking key. So if you don't have work ethic and drive, your talent don't mean shit. Your talent gonna sit in your fucking front yard with no tires on a motherfucker. You know. And practical wisdom, just stay fucking well-rounded. Like, even if you have a talent, you should be working Like, your talent ain't shit. Even if you feel like you the best at what you do, you should be working like there's 10 niggas better than you. Always keep in mind that you're in competition. Whether there's motherfuckers competing against you openly, motherfuckers who you can see, or motherfuckers who you can't see, you should always be working like there's a motherfucker trying to outwork you. Like, I always hold my shit like it's somebody trying to take it from me. I always... Look at my goal like it's 10 other niggas trying to reach it. And I got to beat them to it. Like I always look at shit that belongs to me. Like it's motherfuckers that want it. And I got to fuck they ass up in order to get it. You know, you that's, that's how you create the dog in yourself. Because even if you a painter. You should be looking at that shit like that's a competition. You should be working to be the greatest motherfucking painter. With a goddamn paintbrush in your hand. Like you should be trying to outwork every motherfucking body you should be trying to beat every motherfucking body like me i believe in competitive shit like i teach that shit to my kids like nigga my kids compete in every motherfucking thing they race to the bathroom race to the motherfucking kitchen i did this better i did this better and i love that shit because when you get older nigga this united states of america nigga this is a capitalist motherfucking society nigga capitalism is just competition you should be fucking competing. So when it comes to anything, homie, it's a motherfucking competition. And if you ain't trying to win, you a fucking loser. And I'ma drop the microphone on that shit. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, being yes. ready.
3: Yes, sir. I too early this time. They got
2: all <laughs> just all fucked up. Bad times.
3: <laughs> Last week I was late. I tried to I tried to catch you this time. I was too yeah. early. Hell
2: yeah, nigga. My name was sprinting to the motherfucking finish line, nigga. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com townhouse media. Town E House Media. Uh, you can catch us on all streaming platforms. Uh, you can check out all the townhouse media podcasts. Uh, Seriously, not another podcast. Friday nights at 9 to 11 on Spreaker. Um, no rules at five-ish. five ish. Rounds round five on Wednesdays. Cat versus dog. Round three ish on Sundays. And too much game. Live at five ish. Round. <laughs> you know this has been your host, Young Dolomite. I'll holler at you, motherfuckers, later on, man. Same bad time, same bad channel. I'm not here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much.